Hey friends, welcome to this quick play episode of the Retro Game Guys podcast. I'm Dustin here with Zach and Alex. In our quick play episodes, we talk about arcade classics, early console games, and hidden retro gaming gems. And today we're talking about Star Master for the Atari 2600. Uh, to quickly talk about why we picked this game, well, we've been having such a blast playing some of the Activision hits on the podcast, like River Raid, Pitfall. Pitfall! <laughs> right. <laughs> and most recently, Keystone Capers. We wanted to dip back into the library, and after doing Star Tropics, our eyes were drawn to Star Master and its interesting early take on the space combat genre. So, Zach, what else do we know about Star Master? Yeah, so Star Master is a space combat and I'd say kind of strategy game sure. developed uh, by Alan Miller for Activision and released for the Atari 2600 in 1982. Um, I didn't know much about Alan Miller before I did research for this podcast, but found out that he was uh, one of the earliest 2600 programmers at Atari, like yep. the first four. Um, and like our uh, friend David Crane, he was a co-founder of Activision, so one of the, mm-hmm. one of the group there. Um, Star Master was influenced by the 1979 game Star Raiders, which was a hit on Atari home computers. Um, in the game, you pilot a spaceship uh, armed with lasers, and your job is to protect your star bases from encroaching enemy ships. Uh, the game allows free-ish exploration, right. uh, so you can kind of fly with to whichever areas of the map you want as you uh, defend your star bases. Um, to travel between areas of the map, you use your Atari console's black and white switch. It's so weird. Yeah, it's totally weird to toggle between the spaceship cockpit view and map view. Um, and then you press a button to fly to that area. Um, it's like a hyperdrive kicks in or whatever. Um, and while you're warping, you have to defend yourself from meteors that fly by. So you can't just kick back and eat popcorn <laughs> or something. Right. Um, now, your ship's energy is a critical resource. Uh, it's depleted by flying, warping, shooting la- your lasers, or taking damage from enemies. You lose all your energy, and it's game over. Mm-hmm. But uh, luckily, you can replenish your energy by docking with space stations. But um, just hope that the enemies haven't destroyed your station by the time you get there, which... Happened to me a few times. (laughs) The game also features a damage system that adds an additional layer of challenge. For example, if your lasers get destroyed, you can't fire guns. Your shield gets damaged. Your ship can only, you know, take one more hit before it gets, you know, destroyed. Or if it does, if it gets hit one more time, it's destroyed. Um, And if you lose your radar, you can't see enemy locations. Um, And then what kind of gets me too is if my uh, warp drive gets damaged, the warp engines get hit then if you've got a warp somewhere, it takes twice the amount of energy, which then you know compounds your problem with trying to right. conserve energy. Uh, scoring in the game is based on several factors, including how fast you destroy enemy ships, how many bases you've protected, and the number of times you dock. So a top score requires a lot more than a lot more strategy than just you know shooting down enemy fighters. Mm-hmm. And like we talked about in our Keystone Capers and Pitfall, Pitfall, Pitfall. episodes. Uh, back in the day, you could mail Activision a picture of your score and you receive a special iron-on patch in the mail. So I was surprised to learn that Star Master had not one patch, but four Order of the Supreme Star Master patches. So depending on your score, you could get one for the Ensign level at 3,800 points, a Leader at 5,700, Wing Commander at 7,600, or if you scored over 9,000 points, you can get the coveted Star Master patch. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, and a quick side note on those patches. Um, we've mentioned before, uh, you know, David Crane and Gary Kitchen's new gaming venture, audacitygames.com, and also their new game, Circus Convoy. Um, well, they've announced that they're actually going to be um, releasing new patches for their new games. So that's, you know, really exciting stuff. In fact, on Twitter, uh, Gary Kitchen said something like, we're going to put out new 
uh, patches with high score posting through your mobile device. So there are no screenshots necessary. Beautiful full color patches, just like the old days. So how go. cool is that? They're going to put awesome. them out again. That's awesome. And I think that's uh, that's all we know about Star Master right now. Okay. Well, let's talk about what we thought of Star Master. Interesting history there. Um, but what do we think about playing the game? Alex, I haven't heard from you much yet. So let's yeah. uh, let's start with you here. What did you think about uh, Star Master? I liked it. I thought yeah. this game was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this game, remind, when I was playing this game, it reminded me of The Last Starfighter a little bit. Okay. And yeah. um, there's no reason why it should have. But uh, the reason I like this game, and it took me a little while to spool up. I had to. <laughs> I don't. I don't yeah, often yeah. do this. I uh, went and downloaded the uh, 2600 game manual because yeah. I played this game for about maybe 10 minutes, and I was totally confused. I had no <laughs> idea what to do. All these numbers and stuff. Yeah. I didn't know what the yeah. numbers were. I didn't know yeah. what the different colors were. I didn't know what these little things were. <laughs> I didn't know what I was doing in the game for a long time. I was like, how come I'm not seeing any fires? How come I can't, I can't find anyone? And then I started messing around with the toggles, and I was like, oh, wow, the, the black and white doesn't black and white. It actually shows something else. And so then I was like, okay, there's more to this game that I don't <laughs> understand what's going on. So I downloaded the manual and uh, read it through, read through it once. And um, I played it, oh, God, I probably played it maybe a couple hours now um, while we knew what this uh, this was going to be the quick play. And uh, – this is probably one of the, I think, one of the best 2,600 games I've played because it's, it does a lot with a little bit. You know, it's using all of its, oh, um, for, sure. for a 2,600 game, it's using all of its real estate. The, the, mm-hmm. the color black and white doesn't bring up black and white. It actually brings up a secondary menu where you have to look and strategize where you're going to be going with your starfighter. Yeah. Um, the different, you have to pay attention to what kind of damage you have, lasers, shields, wep- uh, warp. You have to pay attention to um, you know, where the bases are compared to where you're at. And then you yeah. could go ahead and get more time, get more energy and get your ship fixed so you could get right. back into a fight. So yeah, I really like this game. I liked it a lot. I, I wish that when you made a enemy ship explode, it would actually be like an exploding ship like on um i don't know like on asteroids or something where you could see it and broke up in pieces or something broke up in pieces or something instead of just flashing a red screen at you because there's already so many colors in this game that you have to pay attention to i got confused by that it was like yeah red means you've shot them yeah right but it's like then there's Blue, if you, sh- you hit their, you hit hit their, their weapon, weapon and it goes away. And, it, yeah. and there's like orange. If you take damage, you. I thought that would yeah. should be red, right? Because it's right. like bad. Yeah. You know, and it's like, it's like for a minute. There's like, a couple. Hey, yeah, there's a couple yeah. of those things where you, you have to get used to it. You don't understand that what's happening when it's happening to you. You have to go through a couple of playthroughs in order yeah. to understand that. <laughs> Having said that, I will forgive this game for that. I will yeah. forgive it. And I'll just ignore that because I... I had a lot of fun warping to places, shooting down enemies, going back to the base, finding out where I was going to strike to next. And um, yeah, I, I still know how to check my score, to be honest with you. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I liked, I, I just liked warping into uh, trouble. So it reminded me of a mix between, again, uh, Last Starfighter and a little bit of Battlestar Galactica. Yeah. Uh, a little yeah. Bit. You know, to, to, to kind of go with your uh, where you're going, Alex, I will I will go a little further and say, this game is completely unplayable if you don't have the manual. 
For sure. I, like, Did you guys know there's two yeah. manuals, by the way? Oh, God. Oh, so there is, there is the basic instructions. And then the game also came with this separate pamphlet called, uh, what's it called? Yeah, The Power of Star Master. Yeah. So it okay. says, only after much training and experience can you assume the power of the Supreme Star Master. Let this manual be your guide. And it's seven pages of like, I guess you'd call them more specific or advanced strategies. But oh, it's wow. like some serious... Well, I, I'm I mean, flashing it on the screen here, but you can't see if you're listening to this podcast. But I mean, it's just like page after page after page of like stuff, and like we're talking yeah. about a 2600 game here. This a, isn't yeah. like a, a 1982, game. a 2600 game. I mean, so I, I, I we've talked about it on the podcast before. I have this little um, Atari handheld that I have side loaded ROMs on, and so I didn't have the the copy, so I I just fired that that little handheld up and started playing it, and I was like, what is going on what is this flashy screen what am i supposed to do here okay now i'm warping now what like i don't (laughs) don't yeah i have no idea what i'm doing but i but i will say once i went back got the manual looked it up like this is super i mean the the word that just keeps coming to mind is innovative so so innovative you know let's let's cut out the black and white switch and use that for for uh uh you know switching between screens um super just really interesting to play um in fact it really kind of you you were talking about the games that gave you vibes for alex the the vibe it gave me was like this is like a very 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 early prototype wireframe version of like jungle strike um Hmm. where you know you've got to kind of go and find find some things go take care of some stuff go back to your base or even like choplifter or something like that it's that it's that idea of like go out and explore take care of some stuff, come back to your base. Like you always have to continually come back to your base and do things. Um, I don't think I ever got good at this game, but at least I yeah. understood it by the time I figured it by the yeah, time same. I was done. Um, I did not get a patch score. I was uh, close to 3000, but I never got a patch score in my run through. I cleared the level once. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just once. Yeah. I got to Still don't know how to check my score. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, it's, it, it's score it's only the shows first up at, line, right? at the end. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's kind of blank until the very end of the game. Yeah. And then, yeah, you have to select which game because you pick one of those four levels. And then when you end the game, either when you get destroyed or you finish the game, then it shows your score. Yeah. Um, and that's the big thing about the scoring too. Like we we're talking about, you know, if you just fly around and dogfight and every time you get into trouble, you go back to your base and heal, which the first time I played it, that's what I did. Yeah, I was like, oh, this game's not that hard. I just keep every time I get messed up, I'll just go and heal. Or if my you know, lasers get you know blown up, I'll go you know get it repaired. But yeah. every time you do that, you're losing your score. Or the longer what? you take, you, yeah, your score goes down. Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. No, no. So yeah. you the the goal of the game is to like you know, destroy, protect all the bases, this is not go all to the, the base. Yeah, and then don't dock. Right. That's that's part of. Like on they the didn't say that. Saying, is that in the instructions? It's in all the seven <laughs> pages. Advanced it manual, right? Oh. Yeah, no, it's in, it's in the basic. It's just there's so much. I must have manual. missed it's it. Crazy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, But there's yeah, there's a lot. Wow. All right. So, uh, where, do you remember where you got? Did you get a patch there, Zach? I got. I would have earned two. So I got the ensign one and the wing commander. Or no, I got that one later. later one, yeah. Okay. And I got both by just a hundred points. And by the way, that's. That's tough because like for that leader one, I think I only docked once out of the whole. So I, cause you know, it's all about like you're saying, Dustin, it's all about like resource management in this yeah. case, energy yeah. management. Right. Yep. And so you're constantly, you know, trying to decide, okay, do I have enough energy to warp? Which I just found out, you know, reading the advanced book that before you warp this, it'll actually show you how much energy it'll take to warp yeah. to a certain. Yeah. So that's part yeah. of your calculation. Right. 
So you're trying to figure that out. And then you're like, okay, do I take on another wave of enemies before I dock? Yeah. Like, do I have to? And there was one time. I think that, oh, I'm sorry, yeah. go ahead. No, I was like, there's one time in that game where I literally docked with the, the space station with one energy left. Like mm-hmm. it's one exact one left. It was, yeah, so tight. And I think it's that type of calculation uh, that feeds into the imagination of feeling like, like, you are on a mission, even though the, totally. the the graphics are horrible, even though it's a 2600, even though I was playing on an emulator, I was right in, I was plugged in. I was Alex in the last Starfighter. Yeah. When I was playing this game. Yeah, I mean, you look know, at that. I was you're, in you're, it. You're right. I mean, and, and seriously, like you said, you said the graphics are horrible. I mean, there's hardly any graphics at all. I mean, there's but just, your mind right. completes but your mind the illusion. Fills it in. Absolutely. Yeah. One thing that got me, it put me in, in, in the cockpit too was the black and white switch because you physically have to flip a switch to go into the star. It know, feels like you're in a cockpit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, the only thing is that you got to be careful because the black and white switch is right next to the power switch. <laughs> there was one time where I just shut the power off, you know, <laughs> but, yeah, but it was kind of like, all right, killed those guys. Here we go. Click, you know, yeah. flip the switch, the physical switch. And so I, I thought it was a really cool feature of the game. Yeah. Whether they had a second or button, second button on the controller or not, I think the switch is actually makes the game better. All yeah. right. I, I have to say, I think, I think we can all agree. We found another uh, gem of the Atari, early Atari totally. Activision library. Oh, this yeah. is such a fun game. Um, this yeah. is one I don't really had, didn't have experience in the past, but I'm glad we, uh, we picked it up for the podcast. Never heard of it before. Yeah, I hadn't heard it heard it uh, either, and I think Dustin, you and I may have talked about it at one point. You said something yeah. like, well, "I thought it was called Stairmaster." Stairmaster, so I I thought, right? You made that we're comment. gonna have Susan Summers coming right. out here with her little or <laughs> thigh. No, that's Thighmaster. That's a whole thing. Yeah, <laughs> Alex still has one of those uh, Thighmaster. Oh yeah, right? no, I that's got Shake right. Weight. <laughs> <laughs> you doing it at the same time? Yeah, Thighmaster right. with Shake Weight. Yeah, I'm, I'll tell you, I'm actually glad that uh, I gave this game a chance. Yeah, because my first experience was similar to yours, Alex, where I was like, "This um, is trash." Yeah. Well, it was, I guess it was, no, it was less than it was trash. It was, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> like, I want to fly confusing. around and shoot people, but like I pulled up the menu and I was like, oh, wow. And then like, it was like, you know, five rows of numbers. And I'm like, yeah. I don't know what any of this means. Yeah. And there are games like that where I will just bail on. And for some reason, for sure. I was like, you know, I, just I was right there too, though. I was right there too. I looked, I did it and I, I, a couple playthroughs and I was roaming around and I didn't know what I was doing. I was just firing my lasers. And I was like, okay, like this is a, a busted game. Like I'm not going to put too much time into it and then I just i just so happened i wasn't even looking to it i happened to click on the manual and i started to read it and then i started to read more and i was like okay like there's a lot more here that i don't i owe it to the game and to you guys to the podcast to invest a little time into this yeah and yeah. once i did it i mean literally 10 minutes of reading and then okay practice then i was in then i was invested into the for game. sure and this to yeah. me is one of the reasons why we do this podcast because you know, there are so many Atari games out there, and this is kind of what led to that you know, video game crash of the 80s was that, you know... The glut. You kind of, yeah, you, there's so many games and any, anyone could make a game at a certain point. And, but there were developers like Activision still striving to make these deep, strategic, quality games. And yeah, as a result, games like Keystone Capers, like Star Master, they passed us by, yeah. right? I don't, I don't know another... A, a 2600 game and i'm not a 2600 master but i don't know of another 2600 game that has so many layers of complexity where you have sure. to flip a switch to get to a secondary menu and this then at that there, point for sure all of your buttons do secondary things like now your fire button turns into a warp button right and the up and down moves a ship around to warp at yeah. different spots it's it's this is a very layered game and people yep. should uh 
should find it. Definitely play should it. play it. Yeah. Activision was all about the, uh, you know, pushing the limits of what the 2600 can do. And this is another great example of that. Absolutely. All right, guys. Well, that's all the time we have for this quick play episode of the Retro Game Guys podcast. Uh, stick with us here. In a couple of weeks, we'll be releasing our next full episode on the TurboGrafx-16 platform game, Bonk's Adventure. We're really looking forward to pulling out that TurboGrafx system again and giving that one a run. For Zach and Alex, I'm Dustin saying stay safe and game on. Until next time, friends. The opinions and views expressed on the Retro Game Guys podcast represent the views of the speaker alone and are not the views of our employers.